Hi everyone and welcome back to The Frequency of Joy, a podcast all about learning to listen to your inner voice and up-leveling to the highest version of yourself. Whether you're a college student, recent grad, or years into your adulting journey, there is something in this podcast for you. I'm your host, Jess Mora, entrepreneur and published author, and I am here to help you start checking things off your life bucket list. So let's get started with this week's episode. Hi everyone and happy Friday. I honestly could not feel more thankful to not only have made it to the weekend, but two, to have felt inspired and willing and able to pick up the mic, finally, finally, off of that corner in my desk and be recording an episode with you guys today. This week's episode, I think, is extra special because it is a message that I think we all need to hear, whether we're college students, professionals, parents, workers in the professional world, I think this is a reminder that is much overdue for a lot of us. And if you've read the title of this episode, today we'll be talking about what to do if you feel like nothing is happening. Now, if we're spiritual or religious in some way or into, you know, manifesting, we may be praying, scripting, visualizing, trying to bring into our physical reality that in which we have you know, we feel emotionally or in our head in terms of our biggest and wildest dreams. However, at the same time, we may feel like nothing's happening. You might be saying, Jess, you know, every night before I go to bed, I like put on some like nice relaxing music, close my eyes, do some meditating, visualize what I want that dream apartment to look like. And yet day after day, month after month, you're not winning that New York City housing housing lottery. You're not finding that dream apartment because they all get booked and snatched up before you can even apply. So you might be wondering, what am I doing wrong? It may be confusing, incredibly frustrating, where you feel like you want to work towards the school, but at the same time, you're not really seeing any results here. So before I get into that why, I thought it would be best to explain the story of how I met my best friend in middle school. My childhood best friend and I, we met the summer after we were in sixth grade in a like academic enrichment program. It was a two-year program that started the summer after our sixth grade year. In this program, it's essentially like school and we were put in the same section for our classes. And what I remember about the first day that we met, other than the fact that we were in the same section, is that I was obsessed with Twilight. Twilight was the first movie I got at Blockbuster because I'd gotten a gift card to Blockbuster. So I walked into Blockbuster, convinced my parents to let me buy the first Twilight movie. That is how much I like this movie. Anywho, I saw someone in my section in the summer program like having a Twilight tote bag. And I said something along the lines of, wow, I really like your Twilight tote bag. And truthfully, the rest is is history. The funniest part about that origin story of our friendship, as you will, is that that tote bag was not actually my friend's. It was her sister's tote bag that she had decided to borrow that day. And while that may seem like a very funny coincidence, like, wow, like, what are the odds that these two people, these two teenage girls were very much into, like, this very popular teenage movie at the time. Sure. However, 
let's take a step back and see how we even got to that first moment. I applied to the summer program because my mom told me to, truthfully, but she heard about it through my aunt because my cousin, who's one year older than me, was also in this summer program, but he heard about it through his aunt because his cousin from his dad's side of the family had done this summer program. That is how I ended up like applying to this program, getting interviewed to do this program, actually showing up at that classroom on that day in that section to see my now best friend with that tote bag. Now, I don't quite know the story of how my friend ended up hearing about and applying to this program, but I imagine it has a very similar tone in terms of all of these small decisions from individuals like ourselves had to be made but also from other people had to be made in order for us to even meet in that exact moment for her to happen to want to choose the twilight tote bag to take to school that day and for me to be as obsessed with twilight as i was i feel like this whole story has a few takeaways number one every single decision you make is taking you one step closer to that goal to that image that you have in your mind that you're reaching for honestly even the redirections sometimes before we even get this big picture image of what our goal is before we get that book publishing deal before we get into the college of our dreams there's a lesson we have to learn along the way or there's someone that we have to meet along the way and we never it is it's just so impossible takes me to point number two it is very impossible for you to see the big picture of how all of these small lego pieces add up in the moment like there is nothing truthfully when i was applying to this summer program i was kind of pissed because i was going to have to miss my theater camp which is what i'd been doing every summer before I started the summer program I was pissed that I wasn't going to get to be in a play that summer that I wasn't going to get to be with my theater friends but in that moment of being pissed I didn't realize what was on the other side of me doing the summer program all the incredible people I got to meet there all the friendships that to this day are very valuable friendships in my life there was just no way like 11 year old Jess saw this whole big picture from me being pissed that I had to do the summer program and that I couldn't do my theater program instead. So you might be saying, okay, Jess, patience and trust is key. But what happens if I'm trying to keep the hope, you know, I'm trying to stay positive, trying to stay focused on my goal, but I keep getting rejected. Whether it's getting rejected from early admission from your high or from your college or getting rejected from a specific job opportunity or getting rejected from that promotion what do you do then does it mean you should stop does it mean you should give up on your dream or that you know something's not working i 110 percent feel you on this For me personally, I have this big dream, this goal of being able to take my content creation entrepreneurship journey to this next level where that is what I focus on. I want to be able to connect with more people, travel around the world for speaking engagements, publish a second book. 
I think that would be super cool. But the pathway to that isn't linear. If you ask me right now, Jess, how do you achieve all of these dreams that you've just listed out? I don't know. There is not like a step one and then you do step two and then you do step three and then like this is what it looks like until you get to step 10 and you become a published author again. No. With all of these big goals, I think I've been I've been very fortunate in the fact that over the past few months, I've gotten so many opportunities have come my way via DM, via email, that feels so close to at least getting me more focused on this path of what I see for my content creation and entrepreneurship career. Really incredible opportunities that I couldn't have even dreamed of that I feel like, okay, if I finally get this thing, it's going to get me one step closer or it's going to get me two steps closer or like, oh my gosh, like this would really help like take my career and propel it into the direction that I want it to go and it feels so exciting so like oh my gosh is this finally gonna happen for me am I finally gonna get this opportunity and it turns out that I end up getting rejected not once not twice at least three times that I can think of to the top of my head and the reason I'm laughing right now is because it like especially about the third reaction i'm like what what the heck am i doing wrong it becomes very easy to spiral into am i not worthy of these opportunities am i not good enough for this is there something lacking in me in my own worth that isn't allowing me to actually bring these opportunities and like into fulfillment like sure they're coming my way but something's got to be wrong with me right if i'm not able to actually get these opportunities and they end up deciding that they want me for this particular thing i could take it that way it's very easy to spiral i speak from experience but i recently decided to take a different outlook a year ago these opportunities wouldn't have found me at all, truthfully. I wouldn't have gotten a chance to hop on Zoom calls with producers to talk about potentially getting on a TV segment. I wouldn't have gotten a chance to talk to national brands about potential brand partnerships. Those opportunities just wouldn't have come into my thought process experience at all. So I must be doing something right, right? I'm doing enough right that I'm getting this new visibility that I didn't have before. And honestly, instead of seeing that rejection as a judgment on me, on my self-worth, on like a judgment on my content, I see it as a glimmer of hope. Those opportunities were not the right ones for me. The right opportunity is still on its way. And in the meantime, there is still so much I could be doing to continue to build my brand, to continue to build my content, to continue to be a better entrepreneur. Sure, I could get discouraged right now and say, you know what, this isn't for me. It's too much. But I'm already getting small signs and signals that I must be doing something right. And I'm sure on some level, you can agree 
to that as well. Sure, you might be facing rejections, but you're getting to talk to the right people. They're getting to see your work. Those opportunities, specific opportunities that you applied for, maybe were not the right ones for you at this time. Maybe you apply again next year. Maybe you apply again to a different program. Maybe you try to network and see what things you can work on right now before that opportunity actually fulfills itself into your physical reality. A rejection can be a glimmer of hope. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope something I said resonated with you. I know I've certainly unlocked a lot of vulnerabilities, especially sharing some of my deepest, wildest dreams for my career. But here's to getting up every day and kicking ass. Because truthfully, every single day, you are that much closer to that dream you haven't even been brave enough to share with anyone yet. Catch you next time.